kill it, if I can. For what it did to Grace. Go back to the TARDIS, Graham. No. I won't let you do that. You ain't gonna have a say in it. You're better than this. You are. You have to be. If you kill him, I can't have you travel with me. That's if you even live. I understand. No, you don't. We're gonna rescue hostages. Anything that compromises them is dangerous. And if you kill him, you become the same as him. I ain't having that. I'm serious, Graham. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode called The Battle of Ranscor Av Kolos. Uh, I am Ken. Jeff. <laughs> Julia. This is a Doctor Who episode that aired on December 9th, 2018. And it is the last of the season, not including the... Um, what's the last of 2018? Thank God. Not, um, so you, you've definitely changed, Jeff, because you were very supportive of the season, and, and now you're, like, really bashing it. But, uh, so let's, um, let's start the news first. first. The news yeah, first. let's start with a couple other news things before we get to the actual episode, um, all on topic sort of about this. Um, the biggest news that came out today was confirmation that Beyond the New Year's Day episode, the next episode to air won't air until 2020, which means it's going to skip over the entire 2019. Thoughts? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Russell T. Davis could do four series in four years continuously, I don't see why that can't continue. Yeah, I don't know... Again, it all comes down to if they have good reasons, I guess. You know, when you look at Sherlock, for example, they have good reasons because those two actors are so busy with other projects that you can't sit there and, and blame them necessarily. But if you have Chris Chibnall saying, well, boy, that was tough. I need, I need a break. You know, I'm just going to do nothing. I mean, it just seems kind of like a, you know, a cop-out. Yeah, it definitely does. I think, I mean, he, he can't possibly be doing something else in between. You know? Oh, my God. Moffat like, did. Yeah, Moffat did, but Moffat was, like, crazy. Yeah. Well, Moffat kind of, the only time that they did, the only time they had to skip is when they went from, when they wanted to go from the fall back to the spring. Because Capaldi's last season aired in the spring. <clears throat> and so they had to rearrange it so that they can or was there more than one skip year or wasn't there a skip year between Matt Smith and Capaldi's first season too yeah I, I, I meant to look this up um, and I didn't do the research but um, obviously there was the year where we had the four or movies we had the those little movies instead of the series and that I remember being angry by that. Um, not well, at least you had four specials during the, the, the yeah, year. It's not like but, you're going a whole year without anything. Well, there was a year and a few months between um, the, the last episode with Clara and then the first episode with Bill. Was it that long? Yeah. Yeah, because they went from. Yeah, because they went from. It went from the Christmas episode. 
and then it went to the uh, first, that was, you know, in 2016, and then the first episode with Bill was April of 2017. Oh, no, so it wasn't a full year. I'm sorry. I can't do math today. Well, I, I think, was it that they ended in the, in the spring, and then they went, well, either way, there's been huge gaps that have been broken up with a Christmas special in the middle. Yeah. Um, and this has a very short gap before the New Year's Day one, and then a huge gap. And, and it might be New Year's Day that it comes back, which means a full year, um, which, well, it, it'll be a full year before the last episode, but it won't be a, yeah, I mean, it's longer. Most series are year by year by year, but this is going a little bit further on it. Um, I, I, so I, there was so a whole year between seasons 9 and 10. There was what? Ended with the Christmas episode, The Husbands yep. of River Song. And then season 10 started with the Christmas episode, but then the next episode wasn't until April. Yeah, because yeah, right. they, they went from the, the fall, from showing it in the fall to showing it in the spring. Right, and now we're back to fall again. And to couple it off, we, we also have less episodes. And they're longer, but we overall had less stories. Fewer. Make, make, yeah. Making, well, okay. So, so making fewer episodes, um, but making them longer is not as difficult as making more episodes because... Right. Where every time you make a, a new episode, it's a whole new production. If you build new sets, build this, do that, get new actors. When you add an extra 10 or 15 minutes to an episode, you can have the moments where people are talking, and those are easier to, to do. So I'm not trying to say, geez, guys, you guys really wimped out on this, but it feels, Whoa. I feel like I'm always worried because it's not us. Because we know when it's coming back. We're, we can wait. I'm not sitting here going, oh, my God, I can't wait. You know, I'm not one of those fans. Uh, is, are you guys one of those fans? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, okay. Um, maybe um, on other shows, I'm like, oh, I want more episodes and I can't wait. I'm, also, I'm more worried about the general public kind of going, wow, the show's not back. I guess they'll go, you know, maybe. And they forget about it. Right. And I don't know if that's as prominent as it used to be because I, I got really paranoid in the classic series when they started doing stuff like that and even other shows like Battlestar Galactica they did their they broke up seasons and stuff like that and I was a little furious on that because I thought that would be like um what was the other show that was really person person of interest fringe I think did that it just like it, it sends a message like we just want to you know we're, we're not as invested in this show we're just going to show it whenever we can and if people aren't with us still, then who cares? <laughs> Do you think that matters so much anymore, though? Because uh, well, of things like Netflix and streaming and, you know, people don't watch shows when they're on television. Yeah, I don't think it does anymore. I think that's part of it because of, of that type of on-demand Netflix. But it also, um, we've had more and more shows not have a a pattern anymore. They, they seem to be all over the place. Elementaries did that this year where they didn't even have stories until the summer almost. Yeah. Uh, so there's more and more of that going on. So well, yeah, you're right. Couldn't they split it up and like give us six in the spring and six in the fall into a 12 episode season and that way they'd have time to, to do 
Well, I think they would just shoot it all at once. Yeah, it's probably died. cheaper doing it that way. Yeah. Well, I read that they filmed the Christmas special in August, so they've been off for four months. So are they going to start in January? And then are they going to give us a Christmas special next year? I don't know. No idea. Well, either way, it's... it's and one of the other things is the series, I, I don't know if it's taken a hit this year because of different things. It may, maybe a lot, a lot more people are vocal about it not being that good. And for someone like myself who is now on the opposite, I always look at where the general public, you know, the fans are. If they're on one side of the fence, I jump over to the other side and go, no, 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 this show sucks. And then when they come over to my side and say, yeah, you're right, it sucks, I go, no, 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 it's right, it's good. I, I tend to do that, but um, I, I feel like this show hasn't proved itself with the new doctor and the, and Chris Chibnall yet, and maybe I have to stop thinking like that because maybe maybe there's something to that. But I feel like now there's a whole year that we can beyond this one episode coming up that we're just going to stew in this mediocre <laughs> type of feeling the about year the show. off, kind of. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Because people remember the last thing that they see, and if this New Year's episode isn't good, if it's subpar and people hate it, that's what they're going to be thinking about for the whole 2019. Well, and... um, Or the year off might drive them away because the last thing they saw was a subpar bad episode. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about that New Year's Day. The more I think about it, we shouldn't talk about the what's happening in the next episode because it is sort of a spoiler thing. I mean... Well, everybody's been talking about it anyway. So it's not, well, I, mean, I see it everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I, only I the casual that, fan won't know yeah. if the casual fan even tunes in anymore. Well, no, there's a lot of people. There's general public that watch this show. There's more general public than watch this than fans. Fans make up probably what two percent of this of the viewers. It's got to be something like that. Like I guess it's your definition of what a fan is. But the the ratings are based on general public, not fans. At least in Britain, maybe maybe it's less so in America. But um, yeah, but we'll I discuss think the ratings in the series wrap up. Yeah, we'll we'll gather all that information up. So already. Um, the other bit of news that came out of this returning in 2020 is the fact that the whole cast is returning, including the three companions. Yeah. And I know we've been sort of negative about the three companions, and this upcoming episode we're going to review is no exception. Um, so we're kind of... I'm, at least I'm kind of bummed out by that. I thought they would have noticed, or maybe they don't, but they should have noticed that there was a problem with Three Companions. But Well, maybe they're going to come back and maybe one or two of them will leave in the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe they have contracts. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, that, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I, yeah, I don't feel like Three Companions are necessary. I think I even saw something, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline fly by me on Facebook about Peter Davison saying that three companions is too many. Yes. 
Yeah, he had three companions. Um, Hartnell had three. And I think it makes sense for Hartnell because they did weekly serials that lasted seven, eight, nine, ten episodes or longer. And you had the situation where you would be filming someone in one set, one companion dealing with a couple of characters, and then they would cut over to another set and there would be another companion there and they could separate the action. It fit better with the serial format. It doesn't fit and better back, in this format. And back then, the season lasted almost three-quarters of a year. Yeah. And if and then the, the companions and the lead actor would take a week off. They would have time off, and they would concentrate on the other companions. Mm. So they would have... There were times where Hartnell wouldn't be in an episode, and they would, he said, oh, he's captured... And so they were concentrating, like, on Ian and Barbara. Like in the Romans, there was an episode with just, like, Ian and Barbara uh, when they were captured. And yeah. so you had a whole episode on them, but you didn't have uh, the Doctor and Vicky, so it was just them. Yeah. And then the next week, that shows how they all come together. Yeah, and then when, when you watch Peter Davison, there was a little bit of that, because we had a couple of episodes that, that companions disappeared, but... For the most part, you did have a, 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 the standing around <laughs> uh, phenomena that some of the companions are like standing there making faces in the background. And I think it's even worse. And that was four parts usually. Now we're looking at like an hour and a half. Now we're looking at like an hour. And it's even more noticeable that, especially this upcoming episode where, you know, Yaz is just <laughs> not doing anything. She has, she has some good lines, but... And she, but every, almost, I was watching it going, Did, didn't she do that in the last episode where I'm not going to leave your side, doctor? And the doctor's like, get out of here so I can have moments on my own, you know, without you standing there looking at me. But, um, yeah, almost every episode this season, that's been noticeable. We can, when we talk about the overview, we can see if there's any episodes that it worked. Yeah. And maybe not. So. So, anything else in the news? I think that's about it. No, I think that's all the news. Except for um, the animation. Did we talk about Oh, that that's right. The, the Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, so, I don't know when, but the Macro Terra episode. Oh, it, comes out, it comes out in March. March. And that's a four-parter? Yes. Yeah. It's not existent at all. No parts exist, so it's, you know... And um, they're going to animate it. They have the audio track from it, so they're just going to go ahead and animate it, similar to what they did with Power of the Daleks, I think. Hopefully the animation's a little bit better. But it, From the, the stills I saw, it does look better. Yeah. So this seems to be a pattern which, for some fans, is very good news because now we get to actually see these episodes. And it's, I guess it's good. I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I'm also like... But that one, that other type of fan that wants the episodes returned, not animated, but I'll take what I can get now yeah. because it's the more years pass, the most more unlikely it's any any of them are going to come back. Yeah. But I heard that the the Blu-ray is region free. Oh, okay. So you should be able, if you want don't want to wait for the American copy, you could buy the British copy. But someone says, oh, all the British Blu-rays, Doctor Blu-rays are region-free, but I never thought that they were. 
that know. someone said that they well it doesn't say when it, on the amazon page which region it is there's no region yeah. listed so doesn't that usually designate region free if there's no region listed no not necessarily so hopefully that we'll have some information about that um but my guess is we'll probably tackle that fairly quickly after the release once all three of us have watched it when it when it becomes available so that'll be a good one or not <laughs> i have no but, opinion on this because i don't know anything about it it's giant 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 crabs do you like crabs <laughs> i'd like to eat them oh okay did you read the book ken the target book Macrotera, yeah. Yeah, I read it too. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I think it's a good story. Um, we've seen, um, briefly, we saw the Macra in uh, Gridlock, the episode Gridlock. Um, with, was that Dave, David Tennant? Um, they were um, flying above them, and then you look down and you saw these horribly CG'd oh, yeah, yeah. crabs, but that was the Macra. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> So now they're going to be horribly animated, which takes over from being hor horribly um, animatronic than, you know, Doctor Who first Doctor or second Doctor special effects from the original. But do you find it find it strange that the the next animation was a, another second Doctor story and not a first Doctor story? No. Why not? There's like. Um, there's a couple first Doctor stories that don't have any episodes remaining that they could have animated, and maybe go every other year a second Doctor story, every other year a first Doctor story. I don't know. Isn't there more second Doctor stories missing at this point? I don't. I don't know. I think there's only one, two more that don't have any episodes surviving. Underwater Menace and the Highlanders. Yeah. I mean, there might be something to it. I mean, macro, not macro terra. Um, Marco Polo is a historical episode, so that might be reason why they're shying away from that. But it's also the episode that has the least, the most amount of chance of being bits and pieces of it found because they made so many copies of it. But I, I guess that's a topic for another time. Yep. So let's move on to this episode of Battle of Ranskor of Kolos, Kolos, which uh, is about. Oh, uh, they answer nine different distress calls from a planet and land on this Ranskor of Kolos. Um, there's weird mists. There's a commander who can't remember anything until the doctor slaps a patch on his head. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, the, you, miss, you, you mentioned a bunch of stuff I had forgotten about, and I watched the episode, and it's like, wait a minute, half that stuff doesn't really fit in. But <laughs> no, Well, it doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Yeah, and maybe this is a common thread for this season, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they ever explain the nine distress signals at all? Or was no. it just the... Was it no. from the planets? Or was it, was it from, from that planet. guy's... I mean, maybe it was from those other ships that were destroyed, but I don't know how they're still sending distress signals. Well, the, his, this guy, Paltraki's crew, was only made up of several people, but they found a whole bunch. Was that all his crew, or were those from other ships? 
Those are from other ships. Okay, so that would just be distress signal from all those people. What were they for? There again for? No yeah. reason. <laughs> well, yeah, they're there for no. Why would you go to a planet that messes with your mind? I mean, well, they, they didn't they, know it messed with their minds until they landed. Well, what were they? Were they being used for power? I mean, it just seemed like they were there, and they just didn't have any reason to be. But what's his name? Uh, Tim Shaw. When they started to rescue those people, he disconnected from his main plan and ran down there to stop them. Like, why was that so important? Well, he wasn't that effective, was he? I mean, he got shot in the foot by a retired bus driver. <laughs> Here he is, 3,000-year-old Tim Shaw, all-powerful God. I'm going to come get you. Oh, he gets stopped by getting shot in the foot, falls down, and then Ryan and and uh, takes him. They put him in the uh, cryo chamber. That's the end of Tim Almighty God, Tim Shaw. Like, wow. <laughs> what yeah. was the point? Oh, I'm going to get revenge. Oh, I got shot in the foot. That's, it's it, it's, it's, it's kind of like a Simpsons episode. Oh, or Monty what? Python. Oh, he shot me in the foot. Yeah, that was... Um bad, but um, I don't understand why he ran down there in the first place. He, he disconnected. I, I'll tell you what, at one point I thought he was probably the best villain. When, when he was up on there and he was like all connected and he's like, Arr! and his plan, I thought it was great. And I'm, I'm like going in, this is good. He's finally redeeming himself. And then he goes, what? He disconnects and he runs down there. And He waited 3,000 years for the doctor to, to, uh, on the off chance the doctor shows up just yeah. so he can get revenge. Okay, why? How, what? What? That is it. Was he trying to get revenge on the doctor, or I mean, he was Benton there for three thousand years. I mean, doctor's going to show up one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he take Earth to begin with? Why did he take other planets? Was that just a test run or something of his technology? I, I don't know, but it reminded me of the pirate planet. Oh, you have all these little planets and little cases. Yeah, I mean. So he waited 3,000 years on the off chance the doctor would show up so he can get revenge. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there was good music in the episode, though. Yes, they used <laughs> Yes, they, if they used a real violin or they used a synthesizer violin, I, I kind of like the violin part. Oh, okay. Um, there was a great moment earlier on in the episode. I, I love the scene where Graham says, look, I'm, doctor, I just, just to let you know I'm going to try to kill this guy. And the doctor says, well, leave. Go back to the TARDIS. And I like that conflict that they weren't seeing eye to eye. And Graham needed to learn. You know, he, he, needed, he needed to go through some sort of character development to change his mind about just killing the guy. Um, and thankfully, he has really good shooting skills when it comes to shooting someone's foot. Yeah, he, that was like great shot, you know, aim right in the foot. Yeah, and, and to take him down—that you said it just, you know, take him down that easy. It's like I've know. got the power of a god, and I got taken down by a king by a bus driver who shoots me in the foot. Yeah. But anyhow, there was good conflict between the Doctor and Graham at that point. I, I like that. I like when, when shows have conflict between the um, protagonists so they don't always see eye to eye. 
Well, you know, although I, I am, it, she's very inconsistent. Well, not she. The doctor is very inconsistent. You know, sometimes it's okay to kill people and sometimes it's not okay to kill people. And she, she's changing her mind and, like, she made a big deal out of it, but it's not always true. Yeah. You mean throughout the, well, the doctor's always been like that. Yeah. You know, in some episodes, he throws people into acid and walks away and makes jokes. In other episodes, he's going out of his way to, no, 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 I know he's the bad guy, but we have to do everything in our power to not kill him, and then it takes, it's a lot harder <laughs> to win the episode, well, you know. Tim Shaw, she more or less set off all those bombs on him and sent him packing. Yeah. But that she didn't, didn't kill him. But she, yeah, but you didn't know that. They didn't know that. They thought he was dead. And then yeah. there he is, 3,000 years later. Well, she sent them, yeah. yeah, but those, all those DNA-type bomb things were, she set off on him in the first episode. Yeah. Well, I think, well it's, maybe it's, you know... And now she's like, we can't kill Tim Shaw. He's got she, teeth on his face. But, I'll, but this goes into his, her, her character a little bit, where... It's okay for the doctor to do those things, but it's not okay for her companions to do it. Because she doesn't want her companions walk going down that path. She's sort of the martyr on that. If she has to make the, the decisions, she should, I think she said this earlier this season where, or maybe I'm making this up, but it's like, I can make that decision. I'm the one who has to take that burden, but I don't want to put it on you guys. Maybe I'm imagining that, but I thought that happened earlier this season. Or from a different show entirely. I might be talking about something completely different. <laughs> Mixing yeah. up my shows. <laughs> I, I think she's probably said something like that, or some, you know, one of the <clears throat> one of the incarnations has. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this episode besides the music. I thought the effects were really good. The action was pretty intense. Um, it I starts. Liked the hooks. I liked the those. I like yeah. that storyline about the Ux and, you know, them trying to find this creator and basically in the end being told, you know, you're your own creator. I yeah, like they, they were being manipulated by Tim Shaw and then they sort of get manipulated by the doctor a little bit. <laughs> They're like yeah. gullible people or whatever. But yeah, you, you can send the plants back because the coordinates are in your brain. Yeah. So, I thought the concept, like the last episode, I thought the concept was really good. Um, maybe the bad guy's plan was sort of kind of like, huh? But um, I, I, I thought there was a lot of stuff in there that, that felt like it was going to be a lot more important than it was. Like, they kept talking about how the planet would mess with your head and, yeah. and screw up your mind, but... Didn't I mean other than the guy in the beginning, the commander in the beginning, you don't see that. When the doctor yep. and Yaz take off their neurotransmitter things she For gets the most part yeah, they she gets and then and Yaz wasn't really affected at all, that she was just standing there like well, well she got hit, hit that's eight. what she does anyway. She just stands in the background anyway, she doesn't really do anything. So Yeah. They were getting so headaches. <sighs> yeah. So Maybe that's why I got a headache. I'm was affected by that planet, affected <laughs> by the story. Well, the story was kind of dull too. I mean, it took a while to get going, and I'm just like, felt you know, kind of dragged at in parts. 
I mean, you well, I, I don't think this had dragged as much as some of the other ones. I thought this one moved pretty well, and it, it did have some things that didn't make much sense. There's still a lot of like the doctor sitting there going, "Well, here's the situation." Blah 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 blah. blah. And there's a lot of talking still, just like in that last episode. And again, we were. She was a teacher, and we were the students, and she's telling us about this event. We're mm -hmm. seeing some of it more, but we're still being told a lot of this. And so Chipmull doesn't seem to be as visual of a storyteller as maybe Moffat has been. And hopefully a year off will give him the chance to... <laughs> hire some better maybe, well, writers? <laughs> yeah, hire writers that aren't... Well, that I don't think the writers... I don't well, think the, the writers, writers that he have are their experiences in soap operas. If you yeah. look up, if you look up their credits, which have a lot of talking in them, probably. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, the writers definitely have something to do with it, but I think it's also, I think some of these concepts are really good. I think that last episode and this one, like you said, with the ox, that's a really neat concept, but. It wasn't translated to screen as well as it could have been. I, I, and don't ask me how they could have done it better. I, I'm not putting that up there right now, but maybe I'll think about it before the next podcast. But I feel like we need to see more going on rather than just being told what's going on. And I think Moffat had the opposite. I think he showed us a hundred things going on at the same time and then kind of like said, oh, yeah, um, you know, whatever, and, and run away. And we, we were like, oh, that was cool because we don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, this is a little over-explained. The, um, there's some st good stuff at the end between Graham and Ryan. I thought they, we all knew it was coming, but the fist bump, uh, you know, finally is connected on both sides and and did Graham have to go all die hard on us and do the yippee ki -yay? I thought that was funny. I thought that I was, was just funny. like I was like, no, you're not supposed to say something else after you say yippee ki -yay. Well, it's not gonna do that because, you know um Well they could have implied it as he said, started with the M, they could have cut away. I think that I would have laughed even more, but I thought that was yeah, yeah that wasn't bad. <laughs> what did he say? Robot? Yeah, he said ro yeah. robot. Um, yet again, another episode where we really didn't connect with the guest characters that much. I mean, I didn't care too much about uh, Paul Tracky. Uh, a little bit, but not much. Not enough. There wasn't... I didn't care if this crew... didn't have any presence, really. Like This is... You know, too many people. There's just yeah. too many people. And I didn't, you know, yeah, you don't care about his crew. You didn't get to know him. And, and Yaz was standing around. And, I mean, even though Ryan and Graham had their moment, finally, I was like, eh, okay. It was not, not as emotional as I had hoped it would be. Yeah. Um, I, I did like, I can't read my first sent word here. Uh, when the doctor's leaving and turns and talks to the um, ox, she has a speech, and the speech is perfect. It, it's not 
overdone. It's a little, it's all about hope and it's like go out there in the universe and everything. And I like that. I like her speeches mostly throughout the whole season. I think her speeches have been really good. Whereas if it was still, um, especially if it was still um, Matt Smith, I would be sitting there going, oh my God. Because the speeches were just so like, or even David Tennant's, they were just, and that's either Russell T. Davis or Moffat coming up with these huge speeches of like over the top, over dramatic speeches. But she really does a good job by just kind of stating the obvious and go out there and enjoy the universe, see what there is, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, thought, I mean, that's, this, again, this is, I feel like a broken record. This had the potential to be so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I mean, for a uh, season finale, it was kind of, you know, kind of a letdown, because usually if you look at past season finales, it's like, I think that maybe the season finale should be a, should have been a two-parter or something. I mean, I know some things don't those don't work that well, but last year's worked pretty well. And this one, it was just kind of like, oh, here we are, and that's it. It was kind of underwhelming for a season finale. If this yeah. was maybe in the middle of the season, you know, but for a finale... Well, I I, I've, I, I've gone on record to say that most season finales for Doctor Who have been absolutely horrendous. Just horrendous. And the fact that this was not horrendous really puts a smile on my face. I'm kind of looking at it going... I hate to say that. I hate to be that type. Like, okay, wow, we didn't do anything horrible in this episode, you know. And I'm not giving it a good grade because of that, but I'm not bashing it. Uh, I thought this was halfway decent. I thought this was if once we rank them and put them in order or something like that. I think this one bubbles to the top a little bit. It doesn't necessarily. But but again, I don't have a. We're not we're jumping over here, but I don't have a standout winner for next this season because it's I don't either. It's, it's all pretty. It's all pretty even. We're talking to you know, well, this one's not as meh as the other one or whatever. It's just, but this yeah. one this one didn't bother me too much. I thought there was some really good stuff in it. Again, the mistakes that this season seems to be doing did it almost in every episode. You know, yeah. and this one's no exception. It's just. And again, I, I had to rewind a couple of times. I don't know what it is. If it's the time of the day that I'm watching it, Saturday or Sunday afternoon, I keep, I like, oh my God, I fell asleep again and I have to go back. Oh, it's because you're old. Well, there's also, the, it's a little on the boring side. But no, I, I'm watching other shows like Night Flyers and some of the other stuff. Has it, Doctor Who ever put you to sleep before the new series or just this series? Well, I mean, you know, William Hartnell, 12 parts, or Patrick Troughton, yeah, some of them Well, do. you don't watch them all in one sitting. Of course no, you deserve well, to fall asleep. For the first time, I would, yeah. No, this whole season, it, I don't know. I would have to go back and see and rack my memory if, like, any of the Peter Cabaldi episodes put me asleep. I don't know. But I watch them at different times. Well, maybe I, I watch them Sunday mornings usually, so maybe... But anyhow, um, we could talk more about that in the season wrap-up. Was this season so boring? <laughs> well, I don't know that I want to watch them all again to rank them, so there's that. No, I'm definitely not doing that. 
No, well, I, I mean I watched I even, most of them twice. I even ordered the, the season Blu-ray set just so there won't be a gap on my shelf. <laughs> okay. But uh, maybe if there's some specials or features on it, I'll watch those. Yeah. But that doesn't well, come out till end of January anyway. So. Well, we'll talk about it. I mean, you know, I, I think we'll review everything in our next podcast. Uh, our next podcast will be the New Year's Day, and then the one after that will be this entire wrap-up. I think that'll be really interesting because I think we'll have a really good idea. I think we already do, but <laughs> we got one more episode. Maybe that'll uh, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Every episode, every time we I say that, I'm like, maybe the next one will be, you know, that home run. I'm waiting for that home run or that. Uh, but that doesn't usually have happened in past seasons. You usually get, but oh well. Yeah, well, but usually we have a couple of episodes per season. In my opinion, we have a couple that are that are excellent. And uh, I don't know if we got that this season. I don't think so. No, we did not. Spoilers from our, uh, our podcast. <laughs> okay, any more about this one? No. Okay, thanks for listening.